Welcome to Beyond the Call, the podcast for all law enforcement professionals and all those who support them. Sponsored by the National Police Credit Union. We mean police business. I'm your co-host, Ken Bader, with co-host Casey Smith. Casey, how are you? I'm doing well, Ken. I'm just preparing for some financial wellness seminars, so very exciting stuff going on. Yes. (laughs) i see yeah how are you good good except Uh (coughs) coughing up my coffee here uh no (laughs) doing very well this week i i certainly can't complain uh and in all seriousness uh, i know that uh, a lot of our police officers there and and their spouses could uh, use just a little help with uh with financial wellness we found that out in our travel so so good for you for creating that uh, but somebody else that I know that's doing great things for police, police officers is Charlene Floyd. We have the honor of having Charlene, who's the executive director of the Houston Police Foundation, on our show today. Charlene, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Oh, our Absolutely. pleasure. Our pleasure. We had, we've had the privilege of having, I think, uh, remind me, Casey, like six to eight foundation executive directors and managers, and it's, it's always a yeah. good interview, especially because every foundation seems to be doing not only great things, but doing something a little bit different, which is, which is kind of cool for our show and for us to hear. But first off, right. Charlene, how long have you been in the role of executive director? And how did you get involved with the Houston Police Foundation in the first place? Back in uh, probably June of 2007, Tillman Fertitta was asked to be the chairman of the Houston Police Foundation. Mm -hmm. And so he told them the only way he would do that is if he had a paid executive director that someone would be accountable for what would happen. Mm -hmm. So I've known Tillman for many years, so he gave me a call and... uh, I told him I was actually just in the process of changing jobs. And he said, well, look, would you come and do this for at least one year? Uh And so I agreed. And uh, I've been here for going on my 12th year now. Excellent. I will have to say that I, even though I've never met Mr. Fertitta, I'm a big Fertitta fan, not only being an entrepreneur and watching his million dollar buyer show on CNBC, um, but uh, I know that he is a huge supporter of first responders, and that's why I, as the POCUA uh, manager and founder, almost always have our events at uh, Landry's Group, uh, places, at restaurants, and hotels, and so mm-hmm. forth, and they've always done a great job. So, so please uh, uh, pass along my, my thanks to Tillman for his uh, support for uh, first responders. I will. He he loves the police department, and he is very, very involved in what we do here and uh, has really made this a very successful police foundation. Awesome. Yeah. Right, which isn't easy to do, so I certainly commend the, the work that you're doing. Um, the vision of the Houston Police Foundation is a safe city that's good for people, good for business, and good for life. How do your programs live up to that mission? Well, we honestly feel that if our police officers have the best equipment and training, then it's much easier for them to perform their job each day. Mm -hmm. 
over over the last uh, 11 years we have given over 11 million dollars in equipment and training and we hope that this will help them to remain safe and to protect all of the citizens of Houston yeah well i have i have a friend and her husband and two boys who live in Houston and they're very happy there so we certainly appreciate you guys uh protecting them and, and keeping the, the community safe. It's important that our police officers are supported by the public. And right. that's another way that the foundation uh, tries to get more people involved. So they actually meet those police officers. Right. You know, norm normally uh, a person doesn't really meet a police officer mm -hmm. unless they have a red light in their back window as they're going down the freeway <laughs> or house is burglarized or something like that. Yeah. So our, we try to provide an opportunity at all of our events that the police officers are there and our supporters are able to visit with them and see what they do and see what kind of equipment they're needing. Yeah. Awesome. No, that that is awesome on so many levels um a lot of the foundations believe as you do if they have the right equipment and the right training they're they're ready and much safer to do the job and most importantly i've said this on the show at least a couple of times i think that the answer to some of the problems that we're having uh, among some communities and some police departments uh is engagement is is humanizing the police officers um, I think mm. as we've learned from other directors and some other guests that we've had on our shows, when, when people see a police officer as a father, as a mother, as a sister, as a brother, as another community member, um, it makes it that much easier uh, to connect with that individual. So that's, that's a great uh, sentiment, Charlene. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We, we found that it, it's very important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have a couple of events coming up this year that I saw on your website. Uh, you have the Markmanship Team Golf Classic, uh, which I will never take part in because I can't play golf worth of anything. Um, and, the, and, the True Blue, and the True Blue Gala. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about those two events? Yes, the, the Marksman team, this is the first year, this is their inaugural year for their golf tournament. They are trying to raise funds to support them in purchasing equipment and training and also provide funding for them to allow to compete in different events throughout the United States. Oh. It's a great group of guys. They just came out and, and shot at our clay shoot we had the other day and uh, one of them was uh, way beyond any of our other shooters out there. So this is just a fundraiser in order to help them buy the equipment that they need specifically for their department. Mm -hmm. Now, our, our True Blue Play Shoot, this is going to be our 12th year. Mm -hmm. It's held in the backyard of Tillman Fertitta's home, and we can only put about 700 people back there, but uh, it's quite an event. This is where we really showcase our police officers because all of their groups come out and set up a table and they have the equipment that we've purchased them mm -hmm. or equipment that they're needing. And you can come by and you can shoot a taser, you can shoot a rifle, you can shoot a pistol. One time uh -huh. we had uh, where you could detonate a bomb. Oh. Um, our canines were there. 
doing demonstrations. You can fight with our red man. So it's a very interactive evening. Uh, the guests probably only sit down for about 30 minutes for the program and to eat. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the time, they're getting to meet our police officers. Wow. Yeah. So, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it does. You know, you said that, you know, you could only fit 700 people in Tillman's house. Right. You know, I, could, I could only fit about <laughs> seven people in my house. I do, I do have a 357 in the house if somebody wants to shoot that off. But, but I would appreciate if nobody blows anything up in my, in my place. <laughs> it's it's an amazing evening out in the backyard around the pool and uh, we sell out every year, you know, mm. and so it, it's, it's our largest fundraiser for the year. Mm. No, it sounds awesome. Now a word from our sponsor, the National Police Credit Union. The National Police Credit Union is pleased to introduce Killed in Line of Duty Loan Protection, a special debt cancellation benefit created exclusively for active full-time law enforcement officers. Available for multiple loans at no cost to the borrower, this complimentary benefit will cancel up to 850000 of the outstanding balance of one or more loans should the unthinkable happen to an officer due to a line-of-duty incident. Eligible credit union loans includes mortgages and home equity loans, auto, motorcycle, and boat loans, signature loans, uniform loans, tuition loans, student loan consolidations, and credit cards. Killed in the line of duty loan protection is available only for the qualifying officer and the protection may not be purchased outright. This debt cancellation benefit only applies in the case of death. Please see loan addendum upon loan closing for more details. And for more information, please go to nationalpolicecu.com. Foundation is a major is a major source of private financial support for the Houston Police Department. What are some of the programs and initiatives you've funded so far? Uh, back about 10 years ago, we started a program that was called Adopt a Horse, which is actually Sponsor a Horse. Mm. And uh, individuals and companies can sponsor a horse for $5,000 a year. They get to put a plaque with their logo and their name on their stall out at the barn. Mm -hmm. And then they get to name their horse, which is embroidered on their saddle pads. The money that we take in yearly for that goes to help feed for their feed, mm -hmm. for their vet bills. And we've also used money for buying horse trailers and any equipment that the officers need, along with training. Mm -hmm. That's been a very, very successful uh, fundraiser for us because we have 33 horses and uh, it's rare for anybody to drop their sponsorship. So they were always uh, uh, have not, we usually don't have any horses available for sponsorship. They're all sponsored. Yeah. Wow. So that, that was one of the programs we started after after I came on board. And then after that one became successful, we do the same thing with their canines. We yeah. have about 15 canines that uh, work patrol and, and are bomb dogs. And uh, for $3,500, you can sponsor them and the same thing. The money that we collect from that has helped us tremendously with training and buying top-notch dogs because, you know, they can run anywhere from 12000 to $16,000 for a yeah. dog. 
mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. life expectancy or, or working expectancy is anywhere from five to seven, mm-hmm. eight years. So, you know, we have a, a good turnover in those dogs sometimes. So this program has really helped keep those two units, Mounted Patrol and our canine unit, um, getting the things that they need through these sponsorships. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's. It sounds like the canines have about the uh, the working life of uh, an NFL running back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know these dogs. Uh, uh, I, I've watched them get out there and work, and I mean, you know, they are just fearless. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're they're wonderful. But it, it's amazing. I when I have a company that I'm going to that wants me to come out and set up a booth i always take my canine with me because mm-hmm. they love our canines you know mm-hmm. and they they see this little docile dog you know sitting there and all the kids are petting it but you know once they give him that command in czech or german he takes off and he's fearless you know so right. it's pretty exciting to, to take them out with me when i'm doing a, a show and tell right oh i right. bet one of our other um foundations does the adopt a horse as That's well right. so it's it's really cool yeah to hear that you guys are doing that i like it yeah i think that might be yeah. uh the what? louisville police foundation i think i asked their executive yep. director if uh, you sponsored it if you could ride the horse around town i think i got a <laughs> fairly quick no uh, so i'm not even gonna She's bother like, absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> oh man I, I I would assume if somebody saw me riding a police horse down uh, uh, by Minute Maid Park in Houston without a uniform on, they'd probably have a little bit of a problem. <laughs> <wouldn't they? laughs> I'm sure there would be some phone calls right away yeah. reporting where you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, both, both our, our canines and our Mounted Patrol are very good ambassadors for the police department because everybody likes the dogs and they like the horses. Mm-hmm. And then the other unit that they all like is their SWAT unit. Everybody wants to uh, visit with their SWAT officers because they're usually very cute and good looking and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and very athletic, you know. Right. So right. Those, are, those are my three most popular units that um, everybody wants to visit with. Nice. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah, and good point on the uh, the canines. You know, you can't just have just any dog, and and they have to have uh, a massive amount of training. You know, much like uh, uh, any any really good police officer. Uh, in in that, you know, I I do know some departments, uh, some much smaller police departments than uh, the Houston Police Department that have had dogs that uh, you know weren't as well trained and caused problems and in very inopportune times. So the fact that you're getting the the best dogs out there is wonderful. Mm-hmm. It, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. They, when they're called upon a scene and they're searching for someone, you know, it's much better to send the canine in mm-hmm. looking for them than sending an officer in, you know. And uh, we just had an incident yesterday where we had a, a active shooter go into and, and shot someone and they were chasing it and, and they turned the dog loose on him and they, actually they, they found him hiding underneath the boat, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's much, it's, it, much easier for to send a canine in than our police officers you right, know right right 
Right. Well, while I'm sure that there are many of aspects of the job that you're passionate about, uh, but what might be the number one part of your role as executive director that you enjoy the most? You know, I think going out and, and visiting with individuals and corporations and explaining to them why we're raising money and what our needs are mm -hmm. and that uh, their funds are going to provide equipment for the police officers to keep them safe so they can go home to their families every night. Mm -hmm. I think that that's the most rewarding part is when they see, well, you know, I have a lot of people say, well, why isn't the city buying this equipment? Why are you having to raise funds to do this? Mm -hmm. And I think they don't realize that every city is strapped right now yep. and, and just trying to keep up with, with uh, paying the salary. So if we weren't here to help them, they would not be getting the, the best and the greatest equipment that's out there for them to keep them safe right now. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And so, so I get great satisfaction in that. Uh, we we just started a campaign a couple of years ago to to raise ten million dollars to build a tactical village for oh. our police officers to train in. We actually broke ground on that in January. It's actually a state of the art facility where there is a school, there's a convenience store, there's a two story building, two homes, a donut shop are all enclosed in this big wow. metal building that kind of looks like an airport hangar mm -hmm. and what will happen is our police officers will get a call that there is an active shooter at the school mm -hmm. so the garage doors will roll up and they'll roll into this little city and their supervisors are up on a catwalk because all the buildings on the inside do not have roofs mm -hmm. so they're right. watching and filming everything that takes place so once the scenario's over, they can take them back in the classroom and say, this is what did went right and this is what went wrong. So this is their way of trying to get our police officers trained in real-life scenarios. Mm -hmm. So whenever that happens to them out on the street, they say, oh, I remember this is exactly how we handle this situation. Right. So, so we're excited about this uh, tactical village. It should open in December. Mm -hmm. I think it's the fourth in the nation, and uh, it's probably hope that it's going to be the best, uh, the best one in the nation too. Kilman actually went up to the Washington D.C. built one for their police department there, okay. and right. uh, he and their chief went up and checked it out, and came back and and said, you know, we have to have this for our city. And so mm. we've been fortunate enough to raise everything, but I've got $1 million left to raise, and we're ready to go. Well, Casey just has uh, that lying around, so we could probably get that taken care of. Right, Casey? <laughs> Absolutely. Just sit to my mattresses. Let me go pull it out. Go, go, go <laughs> talk to Scott after the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. No, but well, you uh, know, I, I've, I've visited with 
many, many cities have come in and visited with me about how do they set up a, a successful police foundation. Mm-hmm. And I know that several of them have done that. And and I I encourage every city out there to get them some get them a Tillman Fertitta behind them and right. get their own foundation going mm-hmm. because it's a great way to support their police department in their cities. Right. And with their, their budgets being so tight, like you mentioned, it's it's not that the city doesn't want to get them these things. It's unfortunately they're not in a position to sometimes. So that, that's right, Casey. That it's not that the city doesn't want to be able to provide that. Right. They're just like every other city. They're strapped, and and yep. you know, an example was when we did mounted patrol. There, they were not replacing saddle pads for like four years. Mm-hmm. And you know, if it if it if it wore out in a year, mm-hmm. then that officer had to buy his own saddle pad. Yeah. You know, so so the funding from the foundation is has really helped them in those situations. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Our, our helicopter crew needed a mapping system. So, you know, if they were chasing a bad guy, they, they could see the, the major streets, but if someone turned onto a little secondary street, it wasn't on their map. And mm-hmm. so we bought a $150,000 mapping system and some iPads, and now our, our helicopter pilots are able to see uh, the streets that, you know, as they're chasing the guy, they can right. radio back to the patrol cars, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... So those are, that, and it's that type of equipment that, you know, the city just couldn't have right. $150,000 in their back pocket to provide right. for them. Right. No, that's 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 awesome. Um, I know for from my experience, um, I live in Long Beach, California, and Long Beach, you know, is part of LA County, but in and of itself is about a half a million people, and it's got its own police force. And uh, I know they have one. I believe they were able to find funding for two police helicopters um in uh, in our city and i know that that has at least it seems to me i haven't seen any numbers or so forth but uh, i i believe that that has really improved um and the equipment uh, like the ipads that you mentioned have really improved uh their ability to to stop crime sooner uh in the city of long beach than before when they didn't have those um and you know in fact my wife and i'll be sitting on the porch and we'll hear a sound and go hey that's the long beach police copter coming over (laughs) (laughs) do we we go inside or we just wave (laughs) (laughs) well you know it, it it is amazing what uh support they give to the guys on the ground i was in a ride along with them and we got a report that there was a uh, person etching in one of the uh, shopping centers. Mm-hmm. And we followed the guy and, and we're radio, the police officers are radioing back to the car. And we watched until they arrived on the scene. And when this guy pulled over and the police were there to arrest him, you know. And same thing, uh, we we were chasing a suspect into a neighborhood mm-hmm. and uh you know the helicopters are just a valuable tool for our yeah. police department oh yeah yeah for sure well, yeah it's amazing where some of these guys can hide and try to hide you know in in los angeles and casey's lived in los angeles too you know some of these uh 
uh, car chases are like a sport. You know, <laughs> you, oh, turn, man. you turn on, you turn That's on, the TV, you know, expecting you know to to see uh, uh, you know the next episode of uh, uh, something. Who knows? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you see you know Copter Five, you know, <laughs> chasing, and you see the guy running under a viaduct or something. And it's like really. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, because I've never, I've never what? understood why they think that they can outrun a helicopter. I know? don't yeah. understand it at all. Only seen it once, and I probably, you know, it's funny. I I grew up and lived in Chicago for almost forty years, and never seen one of these things on TV in in Chicago. But in LA, they seem to be on all the time, um, <laughs> and, and and always with one exception. Uh, always they eventually catch the guy that runs out of the car and tries to hide in a neighborhood or something like <laughs> that. So you would figure, you know, you, you would think the, the odds are not with you. But one time, one time I was actually watching and the guy and they said the guy got away and, and he ran under a viaduct and did something. And, you know, I remember sitting there thinking, you know, I don't know whether to be upset or actually to say, hey, you know what? That was pretty clever because that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's a rare occasion that they lose them and normally by the time that they get to the scene our canine groups with them and he takes off yeah. and he finds them you know so, mm-hmm. so we've been very very lucky here in houston yeah yeah, yeah. If, you, if, if you're in your own car not a stolen car you know i always think they're gonna find you anyway <laughs> you know who you are <laughs> Anyhow, be that as it may, while while Casey may not have a million dollars for you, uh, I know that she has a uh, a lightning round coming up. Does she not? <laughs> I do, I do. So, Charlene, we just asked a few questions just to kind of get to know you a little bit better. Um, we asked about your work, but it's really kind of fun to know a little bit about you too. So. Uh, nothing too scary. Um, number one, who is your favorite fictional crime fighter of all time? It can be a human, an animal, a superhero, or a machine. Oh my goodness, who is my superhero? I guess it was probably uh, one of my canine dogs. Oh, okay. Uh, we had we had a canine officer and dog. Uh, his name was Gunner. Gunner was a big black German shepherd and Gunner came to all my events with me. He was so funny. (laughs) He did a demonstration at one of my galas where he chased a bad guy into Tillman's pool and he dove in and he actually (laughs) broke off one of his teeth. Oh my God. I had, I had to pay for him uh, to get a titanium tooth to replace it. Wow. (laughs) Goodness. He was not kidding around. (laughs) So, so Gunner was always my one of my heroes here at the police department. Oh, that's sweet. Good job, Gunner. All right, number. I know, right? <laughs> um, number two, the best buddy cop movie or TV show. Oh, I think I I have to go with. Um, uh, oh gosh, I'm I'm drawing a blank here. Um, their own TV every Friday night. Blue Bloods. I <laughs> no, think. yeah, Blue, Blue Bloods. Bloods is oh, a yeah. favorite for a lot of our guests. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yes, I hear great things. All right, number three. What is your definition of a hero? 
I think uh, my definition of a hero is probably someone that is very passionate about what they're doing and is like a police officer there. They put their life above others in mm-hmm. order to make sure that we all stay safe. Yeah. I like that. Very true. Um, number four, who would you say is your hero or the person you admire the most? Oh my goodness. I guess uh, my husband, cause he puts up with me every day. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes. Uh, they they put up with us um and then lastly how um how can people find the the police foundation if they want to support contribute or come to any of the events where should they go absolutely if you go out to support hpd.org you'll find our website and all of the events that we sponsor throughout the year and uh, a little background on our, our canine and our uh, Mounted Patrol sponsorships. Mm-hmm. And that's where all of our information is. Awesome. Awesome. Well, definitely, if you're in Texas, you need to look up the Houston Police Foundation. That's for sure. Any cities out there that want to talk about starting their own foundation, just give me a call. Well, that's a great I'm offer, Charlene. I know what we've done for Houston, and I know that other cities would be able to do the same thing. Right. Yeah. Well, Charlene, thank you so much for uh, being with us this morning in what I'm sure is a busy day for you in uh, taking care of the Houston Police Foundation. And, and keep up the great work. It sounds like you're doing some, some really amazing things there in the city of Houston. Yes. Well, thank you, Kenneth and, and Casey. I appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you again. You get to Houston, come by, and I'll buy you a drink. All right. <laughs> terrific. I'm, I'm, sure it'll take be, you up on that. I'm sure it'll be at a Morton's or a McCormick and Schmick's or something, correct? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we even have some uh, really, you know, Tillman opened up a five-star hotel here. I heard. And it's got some great restaurants, too. So, yeah. Awesome. Yes, I've, we'll, we'll spring for dinner, okay? Oh, even, <laughs> even better. I'll book my flight right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you again, Charlene. And Casey, tell people how they can find Beyond the Call. Yes. So if you'd like to hear um, this episode or any of our previous episodes, go to nationalpolicecu.com forward slash podcast, and you can see all of them there. While you're on the website, check out all of our current credit union news and updates, as well as our savings and loan rates. We always have a promotion going on called High Speed Chase, so certainly check out uh, what's going on this month. Be sure to share this podcast, rate it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate the feedback. Um, and if you have anyone that you would like to be a guest or you think would be a great feature for the podcast, go to that same website, nationalpolicecu.com forward slash podcast, and you'll see an entry section at the bottom of the page. So thank you all for listening as always. Have a great week and stay safe out there. Thank you, everybody.